to another fun-filled episode of the We Are Adult Show, brought to you by Hoppyhead Productions. I'm your host, Sean, and across the way, Danny. How are you, man? On the other side of the ice. <laughs> On the other... Yeah. When you fly over the ice. <laughs> Dude, uh, winter's so... finally here. At least out here. We got, like, 40-degree weather. There was frost on my car this morning. It's been, like, in the 90s this week. Fuck that. It's supposed to, I guess, kind of be winterish. It's supposed to get in the 70s next week. That's why I can never go back to Southern California. I just can't do it. I was bitching up a storm when I was there. <laughs> we should, it should have uh, kept bitching, and hopefully it would have stormed. Like, the instead of the rain... Uh, Dance the rain, bitch. <laughs> and I said okay. So, uh, you know, we talked about last week the adults-only airline and restaurants and stuff. So, there was a restaurant in Ohio that actually charged a couple fifty extra bucks because their kid was such a pain in the ass and unruly. Nice. That's too funny. And then I saw a post on Reddit. Someone was complaining about someone complaining about a wedding invitation mm-hmm. uh that excluded kids <laughs> and in some of the comments man people were like if they you know on the post and people were like if you know the, my kids are my family and if they don't want my family there then they don't want me there either and everyone was like dude it's a wedding um you don't have to go if you don't want to you know if you don't want to be there that's cool but mm-hmm. and everyone else was regaling horror tales of you know Babies just fucking randomly starting to scream in the middle of them giving their vows or other moments of silence. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Terrible. You know, that they're trying to film their wedding so that they can have a keepsake that they'll never watch again or maybe watch for the first couple years. Yep. <laughs> We're going to watch it on our anniversary every year. <laughs> we made it like five, I think. And then my wife would bring it up, but then not really do anything. It's like, well, we should watch our our, our uh, wedding video. And I'm like, all right. And then it would pass. She's like, oh, I forgot to watch. We didn't watch our wedding video. And I'm like, well, you should. You're, you're perfectly capable of scheduling a time and telling me just, hey, we're going to watch our wedding video. Sit down. Sit down, bitch. So. <laughs> Dude, so I was telling my family about this cocktail that I've been watching on Instagram. Um, I don't, it's not a cocktail. Let's call it a drink. Cause it's not a cocktail. It's a drink. It only has two items. It's a drink. <laughs> um, so it was a uh, fireball and the, uh, apple Gatorade was the combo. So I saw two different people that are like, bourbon drinkers and i was like okay you know they said it was decent like not pretty pretty good so i made it so i ended up finally at the at not even at the grocery store i just got lucky at the gas station and i was able to find two i I picked up two bottles of apple gatorade so i was like okay i'm like we're gonna do this finally i was like think it was like that's all i was thinking about this whole fucking weekend (laughs) trying to do this drink and I was like, I couldn't find it. Like, I went to uh, the grocery store, the drugstore, the gas station. Like, it was like, it's not meant to be. It's not meant to be. I mean, it could have been if I wanted to go to Wally World, but I said, fuck that. 
I have more pride than that. <laughs> right. Oh no, I was I don't though. I've gone to I've gone to Walmart and gotten uh you know shit beverages that Walmart sold, like the flame and hot Cheetos, whatever the Pepsi or Coke or whatever it was. Yeah. Um so I first so the I didn't realize I had fireball, but I knew I had the cinnamon whiskey, the spitball um whiskey. Oh, okay. So I tried that and I'm like I'm like, this isn't really, like, that great. Like, it just, like, I got cinnamon. I got apple. Like, it doesn't make me want to throw up. But I'm just not, in, I'm just not having a good time at this party. <laughs> <laughs> so I realize I have fireball, and I'm like, okay. I'm going to try fireball. Because the recipe is fireball, right? So I try it with fireball. It is, it is better with fireball than the spitball um but a c to a c plus isn't much work <laughs> it's still pretty low grade <laughs> so right that just depends on uh like what kind of mood the teacher's in that day <laughs> exactly <laughs> exactly um so i had yeah so i did have the uh the fireball apple drink that's been going around instagram some people i think gave it a higher remarks i just don't know if they some of them seem to like generally everything so i don't know if i can trust them um but in my opinion it's not great you could probably skip it so i feel like maybe they're uh yeah, it's not even like interesting. Like you should try it just because it's like it's interesting. Not that you would ever drink it again. You know what I mean? Right. Like I was just wondering if their expectations of it were so low because they uh it included fireball. Because I know some people that consider fireball the trashiest of trash grade whiskey. Mm -hmm. And uh maybe they're like, Wow, they actually made this shit fucking somewhat tolerable to drink. I forget. Us. Yeah, I forget it's wh whiskey. I think it, I always just think of it as like a cinnamon liqueur. <laughs> I mean, that's one of the big arguments amongst uh, the bourbon slash whiskey crowd. Like, it's not even a whiskey. <laughs> well, you know, I don't know if I brought it up last week when you are talking about the Eagle Rare. That's one of the knocks against Eagle Rare. Yeah. That people don't like is that it's uh, too easy to drink. What is the... They just, they, you know... A lot of the whiskey podcasts I listen to there are people that I've seen on social media talk about if it's not like 105 proof and above, they won't drink it. Yeah. If it, yeah. There if are snobs that the really like and, it. Yeah. It's like if it doesn't kick me in the dick while simultaneously punching me in the face, I don't want to fucking touch it. Yeah. <sighs> I want that 100, 110 proof rye. I just drinks like I'm straight drinking fire, <laughs> dude. But that Frank Ranch one is no joke. That's pretty good. I gotta have it again. I gotta try to get another, make another uh, drink. <laughs> you haven't finished it off yet. Mm -mm. I'm saving that for uh, occasions. I don't know what occasions, but occasions. The occasion is that you'll occasionally have a drink made out of it. <laughs> I don't know if I'll yeah I don't know if I'll keep doing cocktails I think I'll, that one I just want to I think like sip like a like a boss like a real bourbon drinker 
like a girl boss. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. Living that hustle lifestyle while drinking your Frey Ranch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Over here doing uh, investments. Next thing you know, you're going to you know start uh, making your own uh, Etsy crafts and trying to sell them at random uh, art collective gatherings at the park. Yeah. Sounds Look, I bought a I bought a Stanley mug and uh, printed out some stickers. Now I'm charging double for it. <laughs> stickers of images that I stole off of other artists online. Because I have no talent, except I have being the talent. a thief. <laughs> I have the talent of printing, uh, pushing buttons on my computer, and sticking stickers to a Stanley Cup. Hey yo, and not the Stanley Cup, a Stanley Cup. Yes. <laughs> Which, uh, if they don't have a collaboration, then they're missing out on life right there. They're missing out on some money because some that'd be like guys would jump on that one, hmm. or to get their wives that are fans of hockey. Yeah, <laughs> there's a guy making fun of his wife because she always has like the biggest Stanley Cup carrying it around. And so in one video, he showed like the behind the scenes and stuff, but him carrying in like he spray painted one of those Home Depot buckets <laughs> and put a lid with a straw in it and stuck a handle on the side. <laughs> That's so great. And and then he decided to up his game mm -hmm. and did it with a, like a 50 gallon trash can. Oh, my God. They, as like a backpack, or he still did it like a mug. He he, he still carried it like a mug. God, that's got to be so heavy. I even empty, it's got to be heavy to carry it around yes. like that. But it's you know carrying it from the garage to the kitchen, which is like right was on the other side of the garage door. Basically, it was worth yeah. it for the joke. Yeah. But yeah, the best one was any like his wife walked in and then he walked in behind her and she had no idea that it was happening and she just about fell down on the floor laughing. <laughs> she was like, "Yeah, I can't even be mad because you you got it." <laughs> did you uh did you give out candy yesterday? Um, I did, I did. Um, we ended up just getting like two bags of candy, uh, good candy. Or um, day before, I guess. I was also criticized that I got candy that was not vegan friendly because they all it all had chocolate in it. But you know those are um, those are for later conversations. <laughs> well, I have the perfect solution. Apparently, it's a it was a meme. It, it would work this year especially because it was a meme. Yeah. Where um, they had the candy bucket out, mm -hmm. and kids they let kids choose between candy or a potato. Oh, I saw that. Uh, I saw that Instagram reel. So you could have just throw a couple potatoes in there for the vegans. Yeah. <laughs> or the Irish, if you have many of them running around your neighborhood. Uh, that one I don't know. That one I don't know. <laughs> as, as, and as they say on um, Archer, you know, the classic Irish dilemma. Do you eat it now or do you let it ferment and drink it later? <laughs> True. Uh, we actually started getting kids knocking at the door at like a little after four. It's like the I like it was like the sun was up. I was like I wasn't even home yet. I'm like what? I'm like why are there kids out there right now? It's only four o'clock. Kids are scared of the dark. The kids are pussies these days. Can't stay past. Can't stay no, no. awake. I blame the parents. I blame the parents, man. Like one of my coworkers, mm -hmm. she lets her kids go trick or treating, but then doesn't let them have any of the candy because she's scared that people put stuff in it. 
That's weird. So they just throw it all like, away. Well, actually, she gives it to her oldest son, who's you know from her first marriage, who's an adult. What? And she her and and as she puts it, if he wants to die, then that's that's his choice. She's a cruel, cruel lady. Dude, she is. Every time somebody brings something up, she's like, "Oh man, that sounds scary." Like I was telling her about this uh, candy store, this place by her house that sells snacks and candies from all around the world. And she's into Snickers, and I was like, I'm "Like next time I go, I'm gonna grab you one of the Snickers." And she's like, "I won't eat it." And I'm like, "It's it's scary. I'm not gonna try it. You're still brave trying." I'm like, "It's not like it's an off brand. It's not like it's Snickers or Snackers or something. It's <laughs> literally in a Snickers wrapper. It's, and it's not like it's weird flavors. There was one that was um, like berry. It was like raspberries and strawberries yeah. in the cream. Yeah. Instead of just having the plain cream. Yeah. And then another one was like pistachio or something, and then." And she's no, like, no, um, yeah, scary. I'm not going to try that. I'm not going to. Yeah. Too it's, scary. it's fun. Too scary. Listen to her talk about how everything's scary. Or the time that she's like, yeah, my mom told me that, about that time that um, someone died from drinking a can of soda because it had rat pee on it from the factory or what, from like the warehouse. And I'm like, well, first of all, that's been debunked so many times. And second of all, it might make you sick. It wouldn't kill you. I mean, unless you, unless there's like gallons and gallons of rat piss stored on that thing. Glug, 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 glug. <laughs> like you're drinking for ten minutes and you still haven't got to the soda yet. <laughs> or uh, we we're talking about tat how I wanted to get a tattoo in Vegas, and she was like, "Yeah, I, I wanted to get a tattoo with my kids' names on it." But then I heard about a lady I know; her son died after getting a tattoo, and now now that I know you can die from getting a tattoo, I don't want to get one. And I'm like, did he get a tattoo with like a rusty fork? <laughs> like, I don't know how you can die from getting a tattoo, like unless was, he absolutely went to the filthiest place in the world and didn't take care of it. There was poison in the ink. <laughs> they dipped it in the rat piss on the top of the Dr. Pepper can. <laughs> so yeah these munchkins fucking came at like four in the afternoon i was very uh very annoyed we just didn't get that many kids man i don't know it's weird i don't i have like a weird love-hate relationship with halloween now like yeah it's just like i still like all the theme and stuff but i just hate dealing with it because there's like no point because there's like barely like any kids that come by like houses people... are all dark like they yeah. all they just like abandon their house to like not even bother trick or treating and shit. Yeah, we had one kid, and like basically we told his mom the day before, "Hey, bring your kids by. We always have candy. We never get any kids." And it's like, and so we told a couple of other kids, and but only one of them showed up. Yeah. And so he, she, and even when she came by, she's like, "Yeah, I think he's the only one. Everyone else is already gone." And I'm like, "All right, well here you go. He gets two handfuls then." <laughs> <laughs> I don't need this shit. I do. Yeah, but I mean, I really we do, do buy the stuff that we like, but <laughs> yeah, this one we buy has Skittles, regular M and M's, regular Snickers, and peanut butter Snickers. Nice, fancy, fancy, fancy. Yes. Yeah, I got, I got some Butterfinger ones, and they're like little Butterfinger ones. I almost, want, I want one like right now. <laughs> <laughs> now that we're talking about candy, give me my candy, candy, bitch. Yeah. So, oh. uh, what are you drinking today, Sean? Um, so I got two things, so I'm just going to get this other one out of the way, because I'm a little worried it's going to be too sweet. 
but this is a uh, peach mango imperial uh, uh, Berliner. So this is uh, it has a uh, as you as you know it's a sour wheat ale with basically peach and mango puree. This is coming from Wiley Roots. Um, thank you to Fajor for the for the beer for this episode. It's a 7.6% ABV. I did give it a couple swirls before I opened it up. Definitely smells a little sweet. Uh, you definitely get the uh, the peach mango kind of flavors off the smell. I hope it's not too sweet. <laughs> I mean, they kind of work pretty good at balancing their stuff. Like, it's probably going to be sweeter than a Pilsner, but not, you know, full 450 North fucking... It's it's as sweet in. as, like, a peach. You know what I mean? Right. So if it's not, like, to your point, it's not, it's not too sweet. I think the peach stands out much more ahead of the, uh, the mango on this one. Um, given, given me that... Summertime vibes, like, like you know, if you want some like a peach beer during like a hot summer day or something, because it's it's pretty. Even though you have these uh, big bold flavors of uh, peach and mango and stuff, it's it's still relatively light. Like I don't feel like I'm drinking like a heavy a heavy beer at all. Like it's pretty easy to uh, drink down for this piece. Well, that's good. Yeah, like I said, they're pretty good at balancing out their uh, their flavors. <laughs> They've made some pretty weird flavors work. But they just don't go well. <laughs> a little off. Um, and then the guy at work picked me up a bottle of American Honey Sting. So I think I did the... Um, we talked about the previous American honey. So this is basically from the makers of wild turkey. So they take their, uh, they take their liqueur blended. Uh, it's a liqueur blended with bourbon whiskey, honey, and this one has ghost pepper. So you could pretty much find American honey anywhere. The sting is a little bit harder to find. Um, I have, I still have not seen it from the wild. So I was lucky enough to just get a bottle anyways. It's um, it smells really nice. It's got the sweet honey smells, and you just get there. Just seems to be a little warmness from the uh, from the pepper. And this one is easy to really sip. Sip. I've been already been kind of sipping on it as we were talking, but um, it's got that American honey sweetness. Still got that nice little burn from the bourbon in there. And it's just got really nice notes of that ghost pepper uh flakes. Like like it doesn't like it doesn't taste like I'm eating like a ghost pepper or taste like I'm just like munching on it. Like you get like a little bit of additional flavor burn and a, and just pepper flavors and then it kind of just goes away. Okay. Real quick. So I would definitely recommend anybody to anybody that generally just likes drinking more of these fun kind of 
whiskeys to um, definitely try it. So this is the American Honey Sting. This is definitely going to be one I'm going to savor. But just like the American Honey, I don't I don't even mix it with anything. I just throw it a couple ice cubes, pour you know a finger. Let's or let's not kid ourselves. I'm pouring two fingers. <laughs> let's not let's not beat around the bush. I'm pouring two fingers of this bad boy in there. Um, I wish I would have put ice in this one just a little bit, just to make it a little bit more chill, or at least, you know, made sure I got the glass cold before I poured it in there, just to help with that. But yeah, if you see if you see it out there, you should definitely uh, pick it up. Yeah. Um. The Applejack, the holiday Applejack one that I told you about that you uh, killed off in one sitting. Yeah. Because <laughs> it was like, what, 40 proof? It, uh, yeah, it was, I think it was like 30 proof. It's like 15%. Something like, it's yeah, like it, super low, yeah. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. but my wife hit me up and she's like, can you go get another bottle? Because I think this one's going to be gone but even before Thanksgiving. And I want <laughs> to at least have some during the holidays because it's, fun to drink but yeah she mixes hers with the hot apple cider yeah she oh. likes that one a lot it's so fancy so fancy what about you sir what are you uh chugging over there so a brewery that i follow on instagram posted that they had a special release coming out exclusive Ooh. to trader joe's whoa hey oh so from long beach beer lab available at trader joe's their it's their punk rock fest beer sean <laughs> when a regular Oktoberfest won't do yeah and you you have to uh and you want to point out to people that you think the vandals are in fact good and hitler is in fact bad comes <laughs> vandals the vandals punk rock fest beer <laughs> so it's got the iconic vandals the cover where the fam the nuclear family is holding hands with the map of the United States behind them. But this time the map is the standard Oktoberfest blue and white diamond pattern. Nice. It says, a vibrant, clear brew that embodies the essence of Oktoberfest, crafted by Long Beach Beer Lab in collaboration with the legendary punk rock band, The Vandals. This crushable beer celebrates the 25th anniversary of their seminal album, Hitler Bad, Vandals Good. With crushable. <laughs> crushable with a rebellious spirit and a punchy flavor profile this punk rock fest beer exudes a harmonious balance of malty and hoppy goodness the luminous color entices the eye while the crisp mouthfeel delights the palate raise a glass to the relentless energy of punk rock and celebrate the enduring legacy of the <laughs> vandals vandals good hitler bad boop 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 <laughs> oh man it's it's definitely got that nice uh breadiness of oktoberfest yeah but it's not as heavy as a lot of them it's no. it's like an extra bready pilsner but it's really delicious i'm glad i almost i was just almost going to try to get one can because sometimes you know you, you go to trader joe's and they got the uh assortment of single cans hanging out yeah try different but things I'm, oh, I'm gonna get a four pack it also tells me to drink fresh drink it quick it's there's so many instructions on there for being a punk rock i thought punk <laughs> rock was about anarchy not following instructions 
<laughs> uh, unfortunately, sometimes we all have to listen to the rules, bud. Sorry to say. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I was thinking. Oh, wait, wait. So they yeah. announced a tour for next year, and it's not until like September that they're coming out here. But the tickets yeah. go on sale Friday tomorrow. Yeah. So by the time you hear this, the tickets already are on sale for the shows. Yes. Which you know, according to Girl Math, if it's that far away, the show is free. <laughs> but it's kind of the weirdest lineup. It's just like, hey, we need to put this tour together. Let's let's like fucking get as many people as we can. So it's Green Day, mm -hmm. Rancid, Smashing Pumpkins. Hmm. Just those three. And then there's like, oh, and the Linda Lindas, which is this like all girl group that broke out. Mm -hmm. Like, either during the beginning of or right before the pandemic, basically. Yeah. Because they wrote a song and made a video about, uh, you know, boys being assholes. <laughs> but it's like, um, I mean, I get the Green Day and Rancid, maybe Linda Linda's, but Smashing Pumpkins? I don't know, man. A little weird. Yeah, a I know some of my coworkers. Weird. I haven't I haven't seen Rancid since they were young and skinnier and had still had mohawks. <laughs> but now like the one of the dudes looks like me. Like a fat bald dude with a long beard. <laughs> yeah. But he has more he has more he had got his head tattooed. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's too funny. <laughs> that's too funny. Um I don't know. Well, I'm going to. So we I went on an adventure on Saturday. So after after the uh, the uh, Ducks game, Ducks versus Flyers, we uh, we were hungry because, uh, you know, nobody wants to eat garbage stadium food. <laughs> I mean, fair enough. I feed my wife before the games. Yeah. So we ended up. So we were looking for, you know, vegan food and beer, which sometimes can be a weird combo to find <laughs> together. So uh, luckily we found a brewery that actually, that was in uh, South Philly, about 10 minutes from the, the stadium area called Second District Brewing. And, you know, we had to drive and, you know, we're driving through fucking houses and like weird business areas. And then we ended up just having to park like in some kind of weird side, like uh, in a just a parking garage. And so and we walk over and we get to the brewery and it's like it's a small brewery. It's got like a bunch of uh, big garage doors on like right across from the bar and it has like a small seating area. So we were able to we just jumped in and um, sat at the bar. So we were able to order some beers and then they had uh, smash burgers. So, um, she ordered, my girlfriend ordered a smash burger. I ordered a smash burger. Uh, dude, I don't know if we were hungry or if the food was just that good, but it was like one of the, uh, it was a really solid burger. Like I was a little upset that I didn't do the double patty. I should have. The shame Always on double me. patty with smash burgers. I know, I know, I know. Um, I should have done it. I was just like, but I was like, man, this is pretty fucking good. And then... Um, and, and, uh, she said it was probably one of the best vegan burgers she's ever had. Like it had like melted cheese and everything to it. It was nice and hot and it was really, uh, good to eat. So 
um, definitely a place we want to get more food at. Uh, we ended up, uh, they were, somebody ran with, uh, curly, they had like the curly, you know, the curly Arby fr Arby's fries. They, so okay. they had that with like a cheat, like a beer cheese. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm, I want something else to snack on. And I'm like, all right, get us an order of fries and the beer cheese. And dude, that beer cheese was so fucking good. <laughs> I don't know what it is with different fries and uh, cheese that's so great, but it is potatoes and cheese, like a, the greatest combo. <laughs> um, they had a they had probably like eight to ten beers on tap. I hit two. I hit the IPA and the pale ale. I think uh, I think Deidre had the. Um, One of the, had two of the lagers, uh, but the beer was pretty good. Uh, it was a, like, out bright, like, you know, definitely not as good as um, Stay in the Car, Frank, from Neck of the Woods. But it was definitely, enjoy the beer was uh, was definitely enjoyable. The atmosphere was pretty cool. So, like, overall, like, if, um, I would definitely go back to this brewery, um, probably, I I just don't trust Philly at night, so maybe I'll stay to going during the daytime for like lunch. <laughs> I say it's, depending on what time the game is, it's either a pregame or a postgame. Yeah, yeah, I think it'll be a pregame stop for the seven p.m. <laughs> yes. Games. But yeah, I was just like, uh, I was like, man, we're walking by so many random houses and shit to try to get to this brewery. It's pretty funny, but I guess that's a typical thing uh, in the the South Jersey area in that area, or not South Jersey, the South Philly area. So right, well, there's a brewery that I want to try that's out there called Forest in Maine, and from everything I've seen, it's just yeah. smack in the middle of a neighborhood, and it's named as such because those are the street corner, that's the <laughs> intersection of the streets where it's located. That's so funny. <laughs> so, what's that word that they use in? Uh... Billy, they call everybody. It's a John. Yeah, John J A W N. It's a. It's like, it just right, right. You use it like multiple ways, just like fuck. You could. <laughs> so I saw uh, somebody posted a thing on Reddit under the Face Palm subreddit that they had gotten banned in a different subreddit for using that term, <laughs> and they showed like the private messages and they're like, "Why was I banned for using a slur? This isn't a slur. It's a common term in Philly." And the guy's like, "Well, I'd never heard it, and it sounded like a slur. To me. It sounds like a slur to me." Sounds like you're fucking stupid. <laughs> and someone's like, "Yeah, this is the, this is the typical interaction with a mod on Reddit, where it's like, I don't know what it is. It must be bad. You're banned." Oh, <laughs> uh, that's too funny. <laughs> yeah, I've never like just heard people call it saying John though, so I don't know. Like I, I mean, but I'm never really in like Philly, Philly, but. I don't know, even the people that I work with, like, I've just never heard them, like, use it. <laughs> so, like, like to me, people... like, it's somewhat of a myth. <laughs> right. The only people I've ever really seen use it, and they're not from Philly, but one of them lives there, is the Kelsey Brothers on their podcast. Got you. Yeah. That's about the only place I've seen it, like, used in the wild, and I don't even know if they're actually using it because they use it or because it's, like... He's like, well, it's a fucking Philly thing, and I gotta endear myself with the Philly fans, so I gotta use their fucking silly language. Because <laughs> they're from uh, Ohio. Ohio. Ugh. So, uh, 
I would. I did was. You... Did you see the the Broncos playing uh, Taylor Swift after they beat KC? <laughs> dude, the best thing about them being a couple is the amount of rage from like NFL dude bros. Yes. Like they, there was a stat at at one point. It was before, even before the Broncos game, with Kelsey's numbers when T- Taylor Swift is watching versus when she isn't, and it yeah. was like he had like 110 yard, averaging 110 yards a game when she was watching and like 49 yards a game when he, she wasn't. Oh my god! And they're like, who the fuck makes up this shit? And they're like, nobody makes it up, dude. Those are actual lookupable facts. Like, yeah. Where did he even meet Taylor Swift? So. I have no I idea. Saw, like, I've never the, looked into um, this, so I have no idea. And and I the only reason I know is because like they for some reason they started popping up as like shorts on YouTube for my on me for me. Mm-hmm. So I've been kind of I've never heard an episode of the podcast, but I've seen a bunch of clips. Yeah. And so he had gone to one of her concerts. Yeah. And it, one of the things that fans do is they make friendship bracelets. Mm-hmm. And they kind of trade them and stuff. So like they'll have different uh, song titles or album titles or whatever, mm-hmm. and they'll do it different colors. And so, you know, they'll still see people with just their whole forearm covered in friendship bracelets, or multiple arms depending on you know. Is uh, this a concert thing up. or a Taylor Swift concert thing? Taylor Swift concert. Thing. Okay, got you. And so I guess he was talking about how when he went, he had made a, a friendship bracelet specifically for her, mm-hmm. with his phone number on it. Oh jeez, because <laughs> he wanted to, you know, talk to her, and so apparently, like it, you know, he he just kind of got blown off, and he's like, "Well, no, no, I, I understand. Like she's working, you know, it's like the the room, the stories are, and that she doesn't really uh do a lot of like meeting with people before either before or after the show because you know her voice. Yeah, it's like it makes perfect sense. Like I'm not gonna go out and fucking you know <laughs> try to play hang out with before I, Yeah. I'm not going to play ice hockey before I got on the field, you know, like I got to protect my body too. So it's her, that's her the instrument she uses mm-hmm. and stuff. And so somehow they ended up getting together. And of course all the conspiracy theories and stuff about <laughs> that. It's solely that they're not a real couple and that it's solely for the benefit of the NFL. And Oh, geez. It's just like, dude, like the, pres- the, the, they're like, well, what about when they do this or this or that? And it's like, that's what happens when super famous people do things. They have to take precautions. Like Taylor Swift can't just be like, wake up in the morning and like, oh, fuck, I forgot to get eggs. I got to run to the grocery store real quick. Yes. <laughs> like there was a, near the town where she lives, there was a rumor that she was eating breakfast mm-hmm. at this restaurant. And there was thousands of people in the front and hundreds of people in the back in case she tried to sneak out the kitchen. Yep, and she wasn't even at the restaurant. It was just a room. <laughs> she was there. Jesus, that's got to be a terrible way to live. <laughs> yes, I get being famous and being recognized, but yeah, basically too, where you're hounded. The Swifties are crazy, right. dude. They'll cut you. <laughs> and yes, it is good for the league because you know so many women now are like, "Hey, what's this football thing?" And even on the show, they have like a no stupid question thing, and they said the the number of submissions they got. Once he started dating Taylor Swift, has gone up like skyrocketed exponentially. Just like his um, jersey sales that first Sunday after she yeah. was at the game was like hit like a four hundred percent spike. <laughs> like the the Monday after the game or the day of the game when she was wearing the jersey, right? Yes. Could you just imagine? Look, 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 let's. You're Raider, Denver, Charger. 
whoever else hates the fucking Kansas City. You're that fan. Your lady or boyfriend, whatever, hates fucking football. Doesn't care about it. All this. And then they fucking show up in a fucking Chiefs uniform. Like, oh. <laughs> jersey. Well, for, for a little while, my wife was like, you know, there's this another woman. This She's a Chargers fan. Mm-hmm. And they showed her at one of the games. And, like, they showed her, like, reacting, like, overreacting kind of to things. Like, getting... And they're like, oh, this she obviously has to be a plant. Nobody can care about, you know, football, let alone Chargers football this much. And I'm thinking in my head, um, they obviously haven't met my wife. Because, <laughs> you know, the way she's reacting is the way my wife would react to things, you know. Yeah. Um, but she uh, at one point was kind of looking at wanting to follow a secondary team. To the... yeah. Oh, that was the other thing is because like, oh, they have pictures of her in the Vikings jersey and yeah. and San Diego. She's not a real Chargers fan. And it's like, no, she grew up in Minnesota. <laughs> and she, she even acknowledged like, yeah, I lived in Minnesota. You know, I grew up out there and then I moved to California. Yeah, but women aren't, especially women, aren't as strict as men. I mean, there's some men who fo- don't follow the same rule either, where they have primary and secondary teams. Yeah, usually like in different comp in uh, AFC, NFC, right? Something usually, yes, but that way they don't. Ha- they know, only have to deal with it every four years, <laughs> right? But like my wife, she's like, "Why can't you be like a Kings fan and a Ducks fan?" Oh my god, I meant to ask you. I wanted to ask you this question: Who? Do you dislike more, the Angels or the Ducks? Ducks. Really? I, I was going to say Angels. No, and part of it is because I go to a lot of Angel games because I'm the only one in my family that isn't an Angels fan that watches baseball. Gotcha. And uh, they're not really that much of a like an issue with us, especially <laughs> you know all the years growing up without interleague play. Yeah. But um. But my wife, she was kind of like wanting to also follow the dolphins for the for the you know scientific reasons of they have a cute mascot and they have fun colors. You just you I had it at dolphins. Like I was like, yep. And then but then I was showing her this one player that they have on the team, uh Waddle is his last name. Yeah. He's like their top two or first or second wide receiver. Yeah. But every time he scores a touchdown, he does like a little penguin dance. That's his touchdown celebration. He waddles in the end zone. Is he a dolphin? No, he's a penguin. Uh, no, oh, yeah, but he's on the dolphins. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Eric Waddle, <laughs> I think is I think is Eric, but yeah, he uh he does like a little like pe- like sh- penguin type. And so I showed my wife, and she's like, now I really want to also be a dolphins fan because of him. <laughs> That's so, too funny. You know, sometimes people don't pick. Sometimes people pick teams. Like uh, my brother-in-law is a Vikings fan because he grew up idolizing Warren Moon, and then when he left the Oilers, he went to the Vikings. Yeah. And some people pick it because they have cute colors, a cute mascot, and a, and a, and a guy that has a cute touchdown dance. Yeah. So you hate the Ducks because you get more shit from Duck fans than Angel fans? Yes. I didn't even realize people were even that crazy about the Ducks, to be honest. I mean, like like they said, I didn't think people were that crazy about the Chargers, but apparently there's a, at least a couple. <laughs> But I figured the, there's always the there's always a few. I but I yeah. just remember I just remember more Angel fans like in my group of like high school friends and stuff. Like there was more Angels fans than Ducks fans. But the 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 team being so bad for so long has kind of beaten them down. Oh, like the Ducks are like finally like have been quiet for a while. Well, no, I was talking about Angels. Oh, got you. 
You know, like, and they had, like, the best two players in baseball for so long and haven't made the playoffs. And then they've had Mike Trout on their team for so long and haven't won a playoff series. <laughs> I think mean, they've won a playoff game with him. Is Trout but, still um, playing? Yes. Is he still on the Angels? Yes. Oh. Even though he missed most of the season last year because he was hurt. Gotcha. Even though they have the other two guys now, right? Well, they have, uh, um, why can't they use the name? The Japanese pitcher yeah. here who's like the next Babe Ruth, but he's a free agent, so he might not be with the Angels any longer. Mm, gotta get out. Gotta get that big checkbook out. Yep. <laughs> but the Ducks fans became insufferable when they won the Stanley Cup, and everyone's like, "Oh, we've only been a team for ten years, and we already won a Stanley Cup. Where's your team's Stanley Cup?" <laughs> and then when you won one, they're like, "Yeah, but we won ours first. And then we won a second one. They're like, "Yeah, but we still won ours first. Did the Kings win early on? Before the Ducks were even around, but they they made it to the finals, but they only once, but they didn't win that year. Oh, gotcha. When they I lost to Montreal, I can't remember. Yeah, well, you were like probably like twelve at the time. Probably. Yeah, my first. Uh, I'm like, first yay, time... mighty Ducks! Woo, go Disney! Yeah. Own sports teams. <laughs> like I wanted to give the Ducks a chance, yeah. and I watched their opening game, home game. And then they tried to do this trick where they had the mascot Wild Wing jump through a ring of fire yeah. on his skates, and he ended up getting stuck on the ramp oh. and, like, falling in oh. the middle of the ring of fire. And you're like, fuck this guy. <laughs> I'm like, fuck, yeah. This, I turned it off, and I'm like, never mind. I don't need to watch this. I've seen all I need to see. <laughs> uh, yeah, dude. Um, yeah, I tried to – I tried to – yeah, I don't hate the Kings, but I'm definitely a Ducks fan still. <laughs> I was like, oh, I don't man. know. Well, You're like, we're ending this podcast. No, nah, it's fine. We don't have to. We don't have to like the same things. You just this will become an insufferable twat. <laughs> uh, I mean, you can be a twat, but don't be coming insufferable one. Yeah, dude. And then the Raiders just fucking cleaned house on everybody. Yes, they did. They're just like... sad, the saddest boy to happy now. <laughs> well, I don't know how happy he's gonna be. Well, happier. He's already. He's already like people are like. He's already in a much better mood. <laughs> now you're in a he's team that's like fucking gonna be hemorrhaged again for the next two years out of uh, playoffs. At least, at least they stopped McDaniel's from doing what he normally does, like he did in Denver. He went there and got rid of all their top players because they quote unquote didn't fit his system, and then still kept losing. <laughs> and then uh, left, and then they had nobody, so they got rid of the only reason one they really got rid of was Derek Carr. Yeah. They didn't get rid of Jacobs or Adams or Hunter Renfro. Yep. So they're going to start the dude that everyone says looks like Officer Farva from Super <laughs> Troopers. I mean, not just the actor, but specifically that character. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So you said you, uh, you were at a game, and I yeah. saw the Ducks were up. And a couple of the pictures I saw that you and your lady friend posted on the social medias. Yeah. Was the stadium that empty when the game started, or did people just start bailing when it was like seven to two or whatever the score it, was? It was a consistent state of emptiness. <laughs> Dude, I was I, I know we were talking before the show, but the the Phillies played the uh, Sabers last night in Philly, and like in the two uh, hundreds above, there was tickets going for twenty three bucks, and the uh, and the uh, the club seats were down to eighty two dollars per ticket so it was Dang. definitely it it could have been an easy night to go yeah the the phillies are on a 
not the Phillies. The uh, Flyers are on a down downstream spiral. But yeah, I don't I don't know. It was a one o'clock game, which was kind of weird. Uh, which was nice though, because it wasn't like we were out late, uh, per se. Um, but... yeah, the, the hockey games I went to were seven thirties, and we didn't get. By the time we got home, we got in bed. It was a little. It was after midnight both nights. Yeah. Um, but no, it was like it was pretty fun. They did like some Halloween themed like stuff with uh, gritty and whatnot. So the game they do a good job of keeping people entertained with like gritty and the other things going on um overall uh but i like the stadium um uh, it was also Are good arena yeah uh, arena arena sorry arena um uh, but uh i definitely helped that the ducks won uh i was super pumped about that so i was pretty pretty stoked on that piece and if you go on um if you go on our hockey jerseys yeah um the last couple of days, people have put up some pretty decent Ducks jerseys yeah. for sale. Nice. They would probably fit you pretty well. Um, <laughs> like, like the cool, like the cool ones, not the basic, boring, shitty color jersey. <laughs> Dude, I like the old school, like purple ones, like the crazy, like the old Mighty Duck ones. Still, <laughs> yes. Well, they just get buy, into they the have, new ones. They have the uh, well, yeah, because they're, they're the newer ones, like the orange and white. But yeah. they do. Um, sell the replicas of the actual jerseys from the movie nice through adidas so you can <laughs> buy yourself a charlie conway jersey hey oh exactly um yeah there's a beanie that uh Deidre wants and it has a bunch of it, it's like the mighty ducks colors uh but in the instead of it being like a black band it's a bunch of black like ducks in a circle that go okay. around it like <laughs> an individual so um the oh my pet peeve this is nothing to do with the flyers this has to do with the management at the wells fargo center you are in philadelphia why do you not have any philadelphia breweries in the state in the uh in the um i almost said Coliseum, arena in the arena like, it's all just, like, trash, or it's, like, Dogfish Head, uh, Voodoo, Ra Voodoo Ranger was there. Um, it's I mean, just, like... The Kings like, only have that because uh, Budweiser bought <laughs> an L.A. brewery and put it in there in Golden Road. Yeah, right? But I would know if I went there, I saw Golden Road, I would know. I'd be like, nope, I'm not drinking that shit. Um... Dude, that's why I started just thinking so that the the, the Jameson ginger and limes at the Kings games, yeah, instead of any other shitty beers. Well, it's weird because like last year I went to the Phillies game, um, for work, and they had they had like a local brewery like in cans, yeah. or like a bottle. I think it was can. So like, and it, I mean, it wasn't yards. It was a one I I didn't hear I ever heard of, but it was in in Philly. So I was like, but like you go to like san diego and you know the we went to like the padres game and you can get stone like i get it it's a bigger brewery out there but it's still at least like alice point close you know one yeah. of their early spots before they sold even they're yeah. there like yeah but san diego that their baseball stadium is to me an, a freaky anomaly because they have 
so much local stuff there, it's ridiculous. <laughs> and as far as away as it is, it's almost just as fast to drive to San Diego for me as it is to drive to trying to park to get in and out of Dodger Stadium. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> and the, I'm sure the fans are pretty soft since they've been so bad. I know they just finally kind of got good, so. Right. And they, you know, they, they, went, they went from making fun of the Dodgers for, you know, going out and quote unquote, like buying talent yeah. to this year doing the same thing and not making the playoffs. <laughs> Hey oh hey oh hey Um did you ever um I'm gonna keep talking about the team that you hate the the most. Did you see the uh overtime win the Ducks had against Boston? No, I did not. Dude, I told you to go look the look at it, you son of a bitch. You I saw the goal to tie it up, but I didn't see the goal to win it. Yes. So the Ducks were down um on a uh, power play, they had they had three people in and against five, they had two people down, um, and so they're, and it's like a minute left, and they have like forty five seconds left or forty two seconds left on the power play, and the Ducks are just fighting for their life because these guys are fucking slinging around, passing, taking oh, yeah. shots, like it's like you're just like we're fucked, we're fucked, we're fucked. <laughs> And um, they uh, they just can't get it into into the net, and so the timer's going down and down and down, and finally the power play's over. When the power play was over, the Bruins went to go make a pass, and the and one of the Duck defenders caught the pass and flipped it ahead on the ice, and so based off where that guy came in and where he intersected it. He was able to keep the he was able to take the puck all the way to the other net and have like a, a I, I forget what they call it, but uh, he was able just to take it straight to the net and he actually scored. Yeah, he had a breakaway and uh, he actually got it into the net in like the last seconds. Uh, there was like I think there was like two seconds left in the game. Uh, of overtime after when they put, dropped the puck, but you could just see the whole stadium just like died. <laughs> he made it. Well, and, that was and their he first did, loss. Yeah, yeah. He did the uh, thing where he, you know, he gets on like one knee on the ice and he's like doing like oh, yeah. this shit, and like you just see like the stadium just shot, like destroyed, like like how, <laughs> like how did it happen? <laughs> so, I saw the you know when the Boston when the Bruins were out here, I saw them in person play the Kings. And the Kings lost, which yeah. sucks. But as much as I don't like the you know the Kings losing, the Boston Bruins do have, I think, in all of sports, one of the best victory celebrations that they do. Yeah, two two players specifically. Mm-hmm. So the the um you know they all go up and like all the players go up and like hug the starting goalie, give him yeah. you know pat his hat, helmet and stuff, and yeah. they skate off. And then the other the other goalie kind of just comes slowly gliding up behind the whole team, just taking his time and then waits. And like, by the time he gets there, like everybody's cleared. Yeah. And then the two goalies kind of come up, right. Like they'll skate like right up to each other. Yeah. And they'll do like a little shimmy yeah. and then put their arms up in the air <laughs> and then hug. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, ah, it fucking sucks that we lost, but at least I got to watch the goal, like the goalie hug, like <laughs> small, small consolation. Cause it is pretty fun to watch when they beat somebody else and do it. 
shows up on the highlight reels for Boston, but for beating other teams. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, just a little shimmy. Arms up. Hug. Yes. <laughs> so, did you see Wait, the tragedy you, that... Did you talk oh, about the cup of noodles? What's a cup no, of I noodles? No, I did not, but we're going we're gonna to gloss over that. Okay. But if we, since you brought it up... So, I was just going to ask, um, did you make cup of noodles growing up, Sean? I did. I have. Did you throw it in the? Did you did you throw it in the microwave or did you boil the water and put the water in? I feel like I've done both. So apparently, a couple of noodles made an announcement, and people on social media are like, "Wait, I didn't know we weren't allowed to do that." They announced that they're making a new packaging of cup of noodles that is now microwavable. <laughs> Everyone's like, "The other one wasn't." That's, that's how you made it. Like everybody I work with, because they sell them in the vending machine, so they just. Yeah. You know, throw the water in there up to the line, throw it in the microwave for three minutes, and you got, and then let it sit for a couple minutes, and you got an, a cup of noodles. I don't think that's the directions, though. It always says to pour hot water in. Yes. <laughs> so apparently, <laughs> cup of noodles, after all these years, is finally like, you know, we're probably going to end up getting sued for giving all these kids cancer <laughs> if we already haven't. I'm surprised we already haven't. So we're going to make a, a cup that's microwave safe. Dude, that is too fucking funny. That is so funny. <laughs> yeah, but everyone on social media is like, wait a minute. I I always threw it in the microwave. Wait a second. What do you mean? Oh, <laughs> but uh, did you see the accident that, that happened in England over the weekend? Oh, I did not see it, but I did hear about it. Yeah, it's super fucking freak accident. I didn't see how it happened, but it, so... I guess it was a freak accident. Right, and all these people, you know, people in the comments are like, "Well, because of, like the player, a player got checked, and when he got hit, his skate went up in the air and hit another player in the neck and basically slit his throat, and he was trying to skate to the bench and collapsed and stuff, and he didn't make it." Yeah. Um, and everyone, and and of course, people, I don't know who's like a bot and a or a troll on the internet anymore, but yeah. everyone was trying. All these people that were trying to be like, "Oh." It was a black player that did it to a white player. They're not talking about they need to charge him with a crime. They're like the only reason they're not charging him with a crime is because they don't want to be racist. And it's like if it was a white player that did it to a black player, that guy would be in jail immediately and stuff. And people <laughs> are like, I've I've played hockey or I've watched hockey for all these years and I've never seen it happen. And it's like, well then you haven't really watched all the hockey then because um not that many years ago, but I can't it's probably been longer than I wanna admit. Yeah. Um. There was a guy that because he played for the King. He started with the Kings. He got drafted by the Kings. Oli Jokinen. Yeah. yeah. And he we ended up trading him away when he was younger. But at some point he ended up on the Florida Panthers as their captain of the team. Mm -hmm. And he got checked, and his leg went up, and he clipped the neck of his own teammate. Yeah. But luckily it wasn't as bad, and this guy was able to skate off the ice and um. Uh, you know, get seek medical treatment. Um, yeah. Years before that, uh, happened to a goalie, and luckily for him, the opposing team's medic yeah. had basically got most of his training as a field medic for the Vietnam War. Yeah, and he was like, "Yeah, I know how to deal with this. I can, I can deal with the shit." And so he was able to save his life. Yeah. Um. And then, like, even a couple days after it happened in the NHL, like a day or two after it happened in the NHL, another player got checked. Yeah. It like they hit his knee and it, like leg basically, and it shot it up. And so when he flipped over him, his leg went up in the air too. But luckily there was nobody around in the range of the skate, so it didn't hit anybody. Yeah. But, and then I was reading this article on ESPN 
about a, a high school player that luckily for him, the league had already mandated neck guards, which a lot of leagues are starting to do, yeah. even though like the demand for them are going to be up for a while because all these leagues that never mandated them are now all of a sudden going to start mandating them. All the smaller ones. Yes. Um, they're, uh, but he, they're showing about how he got kicked in the neck with the blade. Is that like, he was wearing a neck yeah. guard? Is it like a soft guard? Yeah, it's kind of. It's, it looked like it might have been like a softer guard kind of a thing. Yeah, but I'm just trying to think. Like, up. you're not wearing some giant fucking like metal guard on here. You're gonna end up fucking snapping your neck or something. But right, it's not like something they. Um, they're not immobilizing the neck like they broke their neck or had surgery yeah. or something. Yeah. Or it's not like a dog with a cone of shame. <laughs> But yeah, man, it was just an un, a, an unfortunate tragedy that you know the people that you know are just trying to be either trolls or just genuine or they are assholes or trying to rabble rouse about it. Yeah, that's stupid. Uh, but he he had played for the Ontario Reign, and then and as the I don't know if he ever made it up to the Kings, but he did play for the Penguins for a while. So they both. Um, the king, the the rain did a thing after the game where they had a stool and they came out and put his jersey on it and they stood around it. And then, yeah. before the Penguins played the Ducks, actually, they had they stood in the the big the big part of the faceoff circle, the whole both teams all around and just stood there and did a little moment for him as well. Yeah, which, well, touching like it could have been prevented if, you know, but the players are very against safety. Like when I started watching hockey. Mm-hmm. Ironically enough, uh, my first hockey game I ever watched was on Halloween. Yeah, because I'm like, yeah, I'm too old to go fucking trick or treating. My parents are like, well, we're gonna take your brother and sister, so you're gonna be home alone. So I was flipping around and it came across a hockey game. Yeah. Um, but it was like when they were first implementing that players wore helmets. Yeah. And some player and like, but they grandfathered them in. It's like, well, if you're like a player that's been with the league like five years or less, you have to wear a helmet. But if you've been in longer, yeah, it's up to you. So like, base. Lee Gretzky's helmet was just basically wearing an eggshell on his head. It was just there for looks more than anything. <laughs> but there was still like a handful of players that didn't wear helmets. Yeah, I mean, I've seen them where they have. Uh, do guys still wear the visors, or did they get rid yes. of the visors? Yeah. Oh no, they they want them to wear like some leagues want them to wear the full face guard too because you know getting. But then other, you know, of course the purists are like, well, then we're going to get rid of the double minor. You know, if, if you high stick someone in the face. And there's no blood, then that's not going to get that extra penalty. Yeah, the the penalty is so you don't do it. <laughs> yes, the penalty is yeah. to try to stop you from doing yeah. it. I mean, if you still fucking whack somebody upside the face with the stick, you're still going to get the penalty. <laughs> right, but I'm not going to get the double minor of four minutes instead of two minutes. Oh, jeez. But, you know, they're also there's also the same people that complain that, you know, car racers are dying less and less in car accidents. They're all pussies. <laughs> Like there was a car accident race, and a couple years ago there was an accident in Formula One. The guy fucking hit the the middle barricade, and his car immediately caught on fire. Yeah. And everyone was like, "Is he out of the car?" Like all the drivers, and they showed the behind the scenes and stuff. And he had some burns, but not much. But walked away, and he raced. He, I think he missed one or two weeks, but he was back in the car pretty quick. Mm-hmm. They're like, "He should have so, died." Yeah. <laughs> if he if he was a true race car driver, he would have died. Back in my day, you just died. <laughs> oh man, Fucked so up, man, Bruh. If, dude, people, Bruh. people are the worst, man. So, uh, I ended up uh, watching this documentary that, based on the band TSOL, punk band. Yeah, 
uh, call. And, uh, you know, I've seen them live a couple times. And like the lead singer, man, he just, now that he's on stage and, and after, especially after watching and after watching the documentary and stuff, it makes even more sense. But when he's on stage, dude, he looks like he is having the best time of his life. He's just laughing and smiling and just, you know, pointing to people in the crowd and stuff. And, um, but the documentary is called ignore heroes, which I was like, why that kind of, you know, wondering, waiting for the explanation in the documentary. And sure enough, they talked about it. It was one of like the band's creeds that they lived by basically like, they're just, they, they're not there to be, you know, rock stars and, you know, that. They just want to be, you know, dudes that play music. They never want to really lose touch of the fans. Mm-hmm. Like, they would play and there would be fans on stage with them and stuff. Yeah. Like, the first time I saw them, um, like, fans were running up on stage to stage dive. And, like, one guy uh, was up there filming himself, you know, for social media or whatever. And, like, or doing Instagram Live. And he was up there dancing and stuff. And the guy basically stopped the show and he was like whoa 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 he's like look if you're going to jump on stage here's how you do it you come up over on the side you you step step jump run and then go back around come back on stage step step jump he's like if you're on stage too long man that kind of you know weirds me out a little bit he's like (laughs) and and like because the guy basically got thrown off stage by security he's like and that's and those guys come in it's like those guys get weirded out first before i do and they're just going to throw you off. <laughs> so he's like, again, come up on stage, dance, 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 jump. And, so, you know, and then he's like, all right. And then one, two, three, went back, like, right in the song where they left off. Yeah. Crowd serving. <laughs> um, but it talks about, like, just all of them at one point were, you know, addicted to drugs, getting arrested for shit. Um, you know, they're formed in 78. Yeah. In Long Beach, back before Long Beach was like safe, when it was still, you know, like the mecca of like uh, prostitutes and you know, porn shops and <laughs> porn theaters and strip clubs for the sailors, because that was basically all there was out there was the Navy base. We're sailors on the moon. <laughs> but um, even the way they did the documentary, like I heard an interview, about, I had heard about the documentary and kind of wanted to watch it, but especially after hearing him talk about it, I was very intrigued because it starts off with him basically doing a stand-up set and then i don't i don't remember if he said that the crowd was like a, a live crowd of, of extras they brought in or if it was just stock footage that they found from something but it, everyone was in the crowd was dressed like police officers and like clergymen and nuns <laughs> and so like kind of as he would uh like basically telling the history of the band through stand-up and then they cut to basically either people that were in the band like the four members the other three members of the band or uh actually four members of the band because they had a keyboardist at one point so the other four members of the band and or like a couple other people but it wasn't he was like yeah we're not going to do one of those documentaries where you have you know will ferrell or any other celebrities come on talking about how they love the band it's we're not we're not making a you know, we, we also love TSL as much as you do. We're not jerking off to ourselves over here. We're, you know, we want to tell the history of the band. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's probably one of the better documentaries I've seen, like I said, because he made it himself, wrote it, directed it, had full control of it. I think mm-hmm. he might have kickstarted it. Um, but yeah, it's not a, it's not a, we love TSOL documentary. It's a, here's the history of the band and all the fucked up shit that happened. And we're not going to shy away from it because it fucking sucks. Like they talked about 
they kind of um, bro- when they broke up and stuff, and a couple of the guys from the band originally stayed in and kept the name TSOL, yeah. and then eventually they reformed, and then those guys left the band, and so now there's this whole new band with none of the original members. Yeah, that are called TSOL, and at some point in the '80s, they released two hair metal band album, two hair metal albums. <laughs> And then they ended up like the guy ended up suing to get the and they got the name back and so they reunited and stuff and went back to their punk ways. Yeah, too. <laughs> so they're, like they're the ruining of, us. Like, basically, yes. So, um, yeah, in the middle of the punk, out in the middle of their punk discography, there's two uh, hair metal albums. That's hilarious that the other originals left and the other the two new members just got new members and kept playing. Yes, that's so fucking crazy. That'd be. Well, and, and the reason they left is because they were just so fucking high on drugs. Yeah, like it was it was the guitarist and bassist that stuck around, so yeah. the drummer, keyboarder, and singer all quit. Yeah, originally, and so. Um, <laughs> but they talked about like they had gotten. You know, he said he was like living at home. He owed money to the IRS and was, like had no money, just living at home back at, with his parents as an adult. And yeah. he got a call to do a show. Yeah, and so he kind of got the guys back together, and it's like, hey you know, we're going to get paid and I fucking need money. And so the bassist showed up and he didn't have a bass. And so they got, went whatever and called in favors and got a bass and yeah. sent him home with the bass so he could practice because he hadn't played for that long. <laughs> and the next day he came back and he was like, oh yeah, I pawned the bass. I need a bass. I don't have a bass. Oh Jesus. And they said basically before they played the show, he had gone through six basses. <laughs> uh, wow that's fucking crazy <laughs> yes but it's on a i think you, you it's not available with the prime subscription but it is available uh to rent mm-hmm. or buy through amazon prime if you don't want to get the physical media it's also available through amazon prime amazon prime must give jeffrey more money Yes. Um, so I had heard about this manga and I wasn't sure if it was like a print one or not. And it's not. It's one of those little mini web mangas. Yeah. Um, that has a much worse sounding name than the book itself. The name of the book is Turns Out My Dick Was a Cute Girl. I sent you the link. Did you uh, read any of it? No, I didn't get through. I didn't get a chance to go through. Mm. For two weeks, I even gave you an extra. I gave you an extra week, even. And I feel like I remember like seeing like a. I think even before you brought it up, I think I like flipped through like the first couple, and I was like, "I this might be a little bit too weird." (laughs) The only things that was really weird about it was like the first one when he woke up. You know, a guy that lives alone. All of a sudden, there's like a a younger a young girl in his room, and he was just like, "Oh." Hey, there's a young girl in my room. I wonder who she is and how she got in here. I don't know. I'll figure it out after I go to the bathroom. And then he come, goes to go to the bathroom and he discovers his dick and balls are missing. And he, he was just way too calm about it. He's like, oh, you must be my dick. Yes. It's surprisingly more wholesome than I thought it would be. It's just, but there are a lot of dick jokes. Of course. <laughs> like, you know, she's like a younger girl, probably, you know, junior high-ish age. But then if you, uh, if she gets rubbed, especially like they end up meeting, like, cause they go to a high school, they're all in like, he's in high school and they go to a private high school and all the kids live in like dorms basically. Mm-hmm. But 
he meets like she, she runs into a couple times the uh um head of the uh rule committee whatever that is there's a term for it i just can't think of it but uh she, she like was like rubbing her and uh <laughs> she grows into like at some point she she grows older she looks older like becomes like a high school girl or an adult <laughs> when, but at one point he was like she's like patting her head and stuff and the guy was like uh he, as she's like walking away, he meets up with her, and like, cause she she went to take out the trash and couldn't remember how to get home, so she was lost. <laughs> so he's, cause he and he came back from the store and saw her out there, and he was like, told the uh, committee girl, the high school girl friend, was like, um, yeah, you might want to wash your hands before you do anything. <laughs> <laughs> there are a lot of, it's basically just dick jokes. <laughs> like, there's an episode where he's playing video games and she wants to play, so he gives her Tetris and stuff. <laughs> and the screen that they see that they show online is like the whole screen's almost filled up and she's putting a, a the, the line down. <laughs> and he was, she's like, ah, oh, I like this game. And he's like, of course, my dick would be very good at, you know, fitting into things into small places. <laughs> <laughs> like it's a lot of setups like that. Or from the back, she's wearing like a hoodie and a scarf and her hair is like a bob cut. So it, she, it, she looks like a fucking, like a dick from the, back <laughs> and then later on the uh, next so there's two like uh groupings right now third one's supposed to come out soonish they said fall of this year which you know we haven't necessarily even hit the beginning of fall so it could be anytime between now and december <laughs> um but the second one he ends up going to he's like oh it's the start of school's going on and they're like oh shit um i don't know what to do and so he uh ends up like running into the the head of the school they go to and he he takes of course takes a liking to the penis girl mm -hmm. and it's like well you know he tells the whole sob story about how she didn't go to school she was abused kind of a thing and he's like well she can come to school here at our school <laughs> and um well he's there she he ends up meeting this other girl that hates him and then he she turns around to walk away and he's like no it can't be and then it's revealed that um she is his balls <laughs> so like one of the last uh panels in the last book is they're like doing a talent show the two of them yeah like singing and dancing and as part of the maneuver the girl the balls girl stands behind the penis girl and it looks like a dick and balls <laughs> and he's like am i like why does nobody see it? why am i the only one that sees this that's that's my dick and balls on stage <laughs> that's pretty funny but yeah it's I'm not going to sit there and say that it's, you know, a great read. It's mid at best. Yeah. But. But it's got good jokes. Surprising, there's a couple surprisingly jokes. wholesome. And it just, well, if you like dick jokes, yes. <laughs> and there's another one that has an even worse title that Reddit. Yeah. I, I just saw Reddit post about it. And people are like, yeah, this is surprise. Like, it starts off a little weird, but ends up even wholesome as well. But it's like, uh, my little sister makes the best masturbation material. <laughs> Dude, shit's gone way too far. This is part of the reason why I don't like to tell people I, I fucking watch anime. Right? The shit's gotten getting yet way too fucking weird. It's all grouped together. Yes. <laughs> yes, it does, but it's also kind of fun sometimes. It's true. just to, like get the weird reactions of people. Very true, very true. <laughs> oh, too funny, man. Too funny. 
All right, everybody. Well, that's it for today's show. Thanks for sticking around for another fun-filled episode. Take care while you're out there. Make sure you follow us on Podbean, iTunes, maybe Google Play at some point. Places. Hopefully, yeah. We'll figure that out. Make sure you follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Untapped, all those other magical places. I think the American honey sting is starting to settle in. <laughs> like, also, um, if, uh, I was going to say, also, if you're doing any of the no's this month, well, either of them, there's two of them, whether you're not nutting or shaving, good luck with that quest. Oh, you mean it's, oh, yeah, it's amateur beard month. Yes. <laughs> I forgot about that. Don't do the other one. Be uh, Be yourself. You need you release that tension. And the, and nobody that nobody yourself. wins in that game. No, nobody does. Yeah, and if you're you, thinking, you know, and, was... yeah, if you're participating in No Shave November, you should just stop because you should want to grow a beard twelve months a year. Be right. like be like us. Maybe be like maybe be better, but <laughs> I was gonna say the only person that wins with No Nut November is your uh, proctologist because it helps get to uh, prostate cancer. If you if you if you're not nut enough. <laughs> exactly. All right, everybody, take care. We'll see you next time.